Welcome to the Focus on Customer Service podcast, presented by Social Media Today, where we talk to brands you know and love who are laser-focused on using social media to deliver amazing customer experiences. And now, here are your co-hosts, Dan Gingas and Dan Moriarty. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of the Focus on Customer Service podcast. This is your host, Dan Gingas, and I'm very excited today to have Amy Biven with me. Amy is the manager of community outreach for Dell. How are you doing, Amy? Great. Thanks for having me. Well, we're happy to have you, and uh, Amy and I are getting the luxury of recording this in person in New York City at the Insight Customer Service Summit, where we've both been able to speak, which has been really fun, and we've been meeting with lots of different brands who are doing some cool things in social care. And Amy, in particular, works in an interesting area of Dell focused on community forums, so we're going to talk about that today. Amy, if you could, just start with a little bit about your background and how you ended up at Dell, and then what your team looks like and what you're doing at Dell. I've been in customer service pretty much my whole career. My last company that I worked for was a government contractor. We were responsible for installing a wide area network across the country. I decided that I wanted to go back to school, so I wanted something a little less stressful, and I went ahead and applied to, to get into Dell as a tech support agent. So started that 10 years ago and worked my way through a couple of different customer-facing teams. I've been a quality auditor, I've done executive escalations, worked in sales escalations, and then six years ago had the privilege of joining the social media support team, where I currently manage um, the team that manages conversations on our Dell community forum. That's great. And tell me a little bit, those are some interesting previous jobs, so tell me a little bit about how those jobs have helped you in your current role. So... Those were really great skills and experiences to have. Um, A lot of my team members share the common experiences um, and roles. It empowered us with the knowledge and the ability and the tools to be able to resolve just about any problem that Dell hears about from our customers. So that was perfect going into social media when we started our team. We initially were trying to just find anybody that had a problem and, and try to take care of their issue and handle it in place as quickly as we could because we wanted to build fans and we wanted to turn bad experiences around. That's great. I love the idea of proactive customer service. Not a lot of brands are doing that. So you mentioned that you're in a social media team and then you're focused on community forums. Can you tell us a little bit about how those two teams interact? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we have a global team of over 200 agents. Um, we provide social media support on a number of platforms, but primarily Facebook, Twitter, and the Dell Community Forum. There's also some other sites in uh, China and Japan, Sina Weibo and WeChat that we also participate in, and a few other smaller places like uh, Google+. And we also have uh, YouTube channels where we do occasionally get support questions. We all try to use the same policies and procedures across the globe. That's been probably one of the most difficult things to do because as we put the team together, everybody had their own best practices. So we've been working really hard over the years to to consolidate and and be consistent across the board, deliver the same experience in in all languages uh, across the globe. So let's talk a little bit about the types of questions that you see in a community forum and how they're similar or different to a question you might see on Facebook or Twitter. Facebook and Twitter are typically folks that are are having issues uh, at the moment that just want to be heard, and it's very easy for them to reach out. And typically what we see on Facebook is, you know, they're sharing their negative experience and commenting on our our content, 
because they know a lot of other people see that. And so the visibility is there, and they're hoping that they can get help by posting. On the Dell Community Forum, it is a little bit different culture-wise. The forum's been around as long as Dell.com has, and so there was already an established community there. The intention was for it to be a a user-to-user forum, so anybody on the forum, whether it was a Dell employee or just a customer or just a SME, you know, someone that had experience with a particular product, could help one another. And we do have an employee presence on there now, but we still allow a little room so that, you know, the community can jump in whenever they want. And the issues, the type of questions we get there, they run the gamut from basic, you know, how do I set up my system to more complex, you know, how do I overclock my Alienware? So there's all types of users out there. There are a lot of discussions around problems or questions or issues that are considered out of scope. People are just looking for um, advice on tweaking their system. There's a lot of people out there that have older legacy systems that just want some help and, you know, they don't have support contracts any longer. So community is a great way for them to connect with other people who might be able to solve the issue. So you mentioned that the community started as peer-to-peer. Today, rough percentages, how many questions are answered by peers versus your team, you know, paid Dell employees having to come in and answer questions? So there have been some recent changes. We've been very focused on making sure that everything is getting answered and filling that gap. So in recent weeks, in fact, the last two weeks, our team is making sure that we are answering anything that's left out there without an answer. We have a Dell Community Forum Rockstar group. And those folks are, uh, they've been around for a while. They help our other customers. And there's about 120 of them. I guess about half of them are active. And then just a smaller group, maybe 20 or 30, are extremely active. They account for about 30% of the the answers on the forum. Doing this for free just because they enjoy Dell products? Yeah, it's a great community. They are expert users. And each of them has, you know, different specialties. And they just enjoy helping other people. And there are some incentives. There was a little bit of gamification on, on the forum where they would get certain badges. That's changed over the years, and there's not as much emphasis on that. And we do provide them with special privileges, like they have access to a private board where we have a full-time coordinator who assists them with anything that they can't resolve. We also send them, you know, goodies here and there, and we select a handful of them to come join us at Dell World each year as well. So, and they get to speak directly to Michael and to Karen and to a bunch of executives. You know, they have high visibility. They've got a voice. We give them, on occasion, we give them pre-ship products so they can test it for us. They love doing that and give us great feedback. So there's a lot of privileges that come along with that, but most of them are in it for just, just helping one another. That's great. And so as you're training your own team, either in the community forum or in the social media channels, do you find that these all-stars are an equal representation of the brand? Like, are they following the same kind of protocols that you would ask your team to? Do they speak in the right tone? Are they friendly, et cetera? And also, are they accurate in their, in their help? 
The rock star group, we want them to have their own personality. So they understand there are certain things that they can't share because they are under NDA, because they do have access to a lot of inside information. But as far as speaking in the voice of the brand, I think they kind of um, take their cues from us, but we never ask them to speak in a certain way. We let them just speak in their own voice, and there are some terms of use on the Dell Community Forum, so everybody abides by those. So I have a question about my Dell product. How do I find the forum? Am I Googling a question and then being directed there? Are you sending me there from social media? You know, what other ways do you market the forum so that people find that for help? So the community forum has a lot of content on it and a lot of it's written by our customers. You know, the way they word the question and typically that matches what people are searching for. So it really does come up as one of the top results when you're searching for something in Google. If you use the word Dell and then, you know, any other words, typically you're going to see forum hits at the top. Driving traffic there, we have on the Dell.com site and on the support site, if you dig into the Contact Us menu, you will find links to um, our presence on Twitter and Facebook. Dell Community Forum, we haven't really promoted it in that way, uh, but we find that there's still a lot of traffic driven there simply because of the Google results. And so because Google's a big driver, what happens when people start new threads of topics that have already been answered somewhere else? How do you handle that? Well, it, it depends. You know, we, we generally leave them there because if we see a new post that has no responses, then that's a sign to us that that person needs help. If there's already a topic under a different thread, it really depends because if it's an older thread, it might be locked So because we didn't want people jumping in and saying, me too, me too, and then getting lost in the shuffle because some of those threads can go on, you know, hundreds of pages. So if we do have a, what we call a wiki article out there that, or an FAQ that answers that question or takes them step by step on how to solve the issue, we'll respond to their, their new thread with a link to that conversation so that they can get the information they need to solve the problem. Does that also happen in social media? If I tweet a question at you and you know there's a really good answer on the forum, can you link me there as well? Absolutely. We encourage our agents, you know, that are on these other properties like Twitter and Facebook and, and even YouTube, if there is an existing document either on our Dell community forum or on our support site, we, we want to drive folks there so that they can self-solve online. That's great. So, so you've been doing this for a while. You've been in the support business for a while. What have you seen that's changed over the last few years and, and how has, uh, in particular, social media impacted the service model? There have been many changes. Uh, it's one of the things that keeps this job so interesting. So one of those is that we were originally sponsored by marketing and corporate communications and, and sales support. So we had, you know, the guidance to us in, in the beginning was just make the experience right for the customer. Because we were seeing a lot of negative sentiment out there, a lot of bad experiences. And so, we, you know, given that and our capabilities, we were able to solve you know, the majority of things that we touched. As time you know passed, we eventually came under the uh, support organization where we had to start using the same tools as the traditional contact centers and the same metrics and, and reporting. And so, you know, that, that created a lot of questions about why we do what we do. So there's been a lot of focus on fine-tuning our processes 
and making sure that we meet customer expectations. And by that, I mean, if they purchase a specific warranty, we want to make sure that we're providing the service that, you know, they're entitled to. And if things are out of scope, we want to make sure they understand that. And if there is a simple solution to that, we're going to give them to that, you know, give them the link to that right up front. But if they're asking for something additional, you know, troubleshooting, more assistance, then we let them know, here's the point where you're probably going to want to consider either extending your warranty or purchasing, you know, services to get this corrected. So it's really interesting that you said you started off under marketing and then have moved to service. And I think a lot of companies that we talk to, that's typical of, of uh, social media, right? That it starts as, as a marketing channel. Then the marketing people realize that customers are talking back and they need some way to answer that. So they start with some sort of community management and then they realize that they're getting questions that they are not equipped to handle and that the, the service area is more equipped to handle. So now that you've made that transition, what's the relationship, if any, with the marketing team? How do you link back to, for example, all the outbound posts that are going out in social media so that your team is ready to respond to those? So we still uh, maintain a relationship with the marketing teams. They own a lot of the content that comes out of our, our uh, main Dell-branded channels, Facebook, Twitter, and customers tend to respond, you know, they tend to comment on all of, you know, the voice of the brand. And we also have established an alert system. So if we see something that is uh, potentially viral or you know, something very sensitive, we have a relationship with them so that we're communicating to all the right people, getting messaging ready, getting legal involved, getting corpcom involved, everybody that needs to be involved to make sure we're providing the right information in those situations. Are they also handling positive posts like compliments to the brand? One time we had a uh, marketing team that was doing just that. They were using the hashtag Dell Love. So anytime we would see comment compliments from customers we wanted to uh, we wanted to make sure we engage with them and recognize them and so this group would they would record thank you videos and then and reply to the customer and that group was actually started in marketing but they take volunteers across the whole organization to, to participate so some of my team members actually were participating in that so I know that Dell is also really well-known for its employee advocacy program. So your employees are very active on social media. Tell me how that works with service. How comfortable are you, or is it even allowed for employees to attempt to answer customer service questions? Do the lines get blurred? Explain to us a little bit about how that works. They have paths to us, and, and they can always you know, refer to us on Twitter, Facebook, or the forum. We give everybody standard language to use as well. Very cool. So I want to move to our uh, our two ending questions that we'd like to ask everybody. The first is to tell us about a particularly memorable interaction with a customer. I like to think of it as the one you put on the bulletin board at work so everybody can see in the break room or the one you want to bring into Michael Bell's office and say, you see, this is why we have social care. If you can share with us uh, at least one example of that, I appreciate it. Yeah. So in the beginning, it was a really exciting time because people were uh, surprised when they post in Twitter or Facebook that they were having a bad experience. And here we are reaching out, asking if they need help. Love to see that delight in customers, you know, after we did engage. One particular story that I remember uh, was a customer that I helped personally was having a hard time getting 
his system uh, exchanged. He had a technical issue out of the box. It was brand new. And so we cut through all the red tape for him, got him his system. And he actually posted a picture of himself with his new laptop, and he had put up on the screen, thanks, Amy. And that really meant a lot. And it, it was a real connection. I mean, it was back in the early days when graphics and pictures were not that common in Twitter. So it was, it was, it was delighting for me to see that. Yeah, it's always amazing when you turn somebody who has started off upset with your brand and you turn them into an advocate and somebody who's happy. That's fantastic. Before we get to the last question, I just want to remind our listeners that we're talking with Amy Bivin. She's the manager of community outreach at Dell. You can find her on Twitter at Amy at Dell, and you can find Dell on, on Twitter as well at Dell. And uh, is there a support handle as well that you want to make mention of? Yes, at Dell Cares. At Dell Cares for support questions. So, and for our final question, can you tell us a little bit about what you've learned in your time in social care and what advice that you might have to somebody just starting out in the business? You know, I think the key to your success is when you build your team, you want to make sure they're empowered to do anything. We've had challenges over the years with people not having the right access to be able to set up things and new team members that we've onboarded. So definitely you want to make sure that's all in place and you've got the support of um, anybody who, you know, is the gatekeeper of all that access. Um, it's important, you know, to solve the issues as quickly as possible, especially when it's in social, especially when it's high, you know, highly visible. You definitely want to have all of your resources lined up. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of the conference to uh, speak with me today. I really appreciate it. And thank you all to our listeners as well for helping us get to episode 46. I was joking before we started recording that we weren't sure we were ever going to get past episode 10. So 46 is absolutely amazing. And it is thanks to the folks that continue to listen on our podcast. We really do appreciate it. As always, we have a uh, hashtag FOCS. It stands for Focus on Customer Service. If you have had a great engagement with a brand on Facebook or Twitter or some other social channel and you want to share it with us, we would love to reach out to that brand and get them on a future episode. Thanks again for listening. This is your host, Dan Gingis, and we'll talk to you next time on the Focus on Customer Service podcast. Thanks for listening to the Focus on Customer Service podcast presented by Social Media Today. Be sure to tweet your thoughts and nominations for other brands to be featured using hashtag FOCS and follow Dan and Dan on Twitter at DGingus and at I am Dan Moriarty. See you next time.